Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. Good morning. I know that. <laughs> and the famous war again. Um, yeah, uh, it's been a wild and crazy week, but we, we broke through. We officially broke through and had dinner in a restaurant. It's a yes. big thing. <laughs> it really is. You don't think about it until you do it. And and it was great. Nope. We went to uh, Alfredo's in uh, in South Scranton, and we had a wonderful time. And we saw some other people there that we knew were also uh, small business owners in our area, and they were also enjoying food. and And it was just great to see people out and to be with people and actually take your mask off so that you could eat. <laughs> Everybody wonders what everybody looks like below their eye line and say, oh, my, look at that. So anyway, I, know. I, I just want well, to Well, yeah, no, it was good, but we can... Good. We, yeah, but we can give a big shout-out to all of our friends. We had we had Teresa Ferrario, Teresa Stuckert, Teresa Stuckert. Yep. She owns New Laundry, and she was having dinner with our dear friends Joshua Mast and Paul Blackledge of Posh and the Colonnade. And uh, they were out having a nice little dinner, the three of them. And then we saw um, my, well, I'll continue to say it, Michael Foley, one of the Foley super lawyers uh, from the Foley law firm, and his wife, Karen, who are my brother and sister-in-law. And even though I'm no longer married, we st- I still say that I'm still very close to that whole family. So it um, always works out. But... Um, Yes, yeah, so it was nice to see, you know, just, just and then a, a friend of mine who used to work at the Third National Bank with me was that first woman who spoke to me on the way out. Her name is Paulette Smith, um, and she was there, and, and I the last time I saw her was in there, <laughs> and I said, oh, we really? haven't been here in a year. Uh, yeah, and then, good. so just, like, just see people moving about and, like, be in there. Like, if that is the first time I've been in a restaurant, like a dinner restaurant. For since 
I was telling Josh, we went to his place in, in June, and then I was at Russell's twice in October, once for Deb Dudley's birthday and once for Patrick A. DiNapoli, and that was it since all of this. Mm -hmm. Like I, I mean, I've been definitely supporting by taking out and ordering in, but not being in a restaurant. So it was. I said it was kind of funky to have somebody come up and say, what do you want, and what can I get for you, yeah. what do you want to drink? It was just so weird because I, we haven't done it in so long. I know. It was odd. But uh, but it's good. Yeah. I just I'm happy that we we were able to do that. It's just uh, it somehow feels like it's a re reversion to what it was before COVID. You know, and and you say, well, yeah, except that the waitress was wearing a mask. But okay. <laughs> and we well, have I mean that's going to happen. Things that you had the ketchup you can't have a bottle of ketchup on the table you had the little well i think you can i think i think you can some people just don't do it um now they well, continue to do those things and they're you know they're a pain in the, the arm but you do what you have to do you know you do what you have to do um and the, and the it was, it was salt and pepper pack, yeah that's that's yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I mean, I get that. I get it. I get when they continue to do it. But um, I've also seen people use them, and then as they would do anyway, they wipe everything down. And I think that's mm -hmm. kind of the same thing because I don't think anyone's licking the inside of a ketchup bottle or anything else. But, you know, I just... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. But anyway, um, so, yeah, but it was good. It was felt, you know, it felt... It felt good, um, and it'll feel nice continuing with this w nice weather because as you're listening to us today, it is 70 degrees here in northeastern Pennsylvania at, uh, on the Thursday, the 11th, is when we're taping. Um, I think when you're listening, it'll be a little much chillier, but nonetheless, it's still going to be almost 50 each day on the weekend, and um, it's beautiful today. So. Yeah. Um, you know, hopes of hopes of spring, spring fever, the whole thing. I mean, I had my window down yesterday and my my um, roof open, and it, it just you know it feels like you could just feel the. I don't care about anything other than being outside because I love to be outside. So I just can't wait for that to just be a normal well, thing. And speaking of outside, we also want to note that uh, friend Alfredo's um, actually had all their stuff out on the porch and they had the heaters and they were serving yep. people out there. So, it, yeah. and you know, socially distanced and all that good stuff. But fact is that- Lynn, I think outside, they've done that. Yeah, I think they've done that right winter? through the, this this whole winter. Yeah, because that's oh, why okay. they put those those sort of those drapes, those flappy drapes, when you walk in the yeah. entrance, so that there's no mm -hmm. air that comes in directly. They've spent some money on that outside, and I think that's smart because some people will stay outside if they're warm and there's no wind blowing at them, and they're you know covered nicely. People will do that, and and yeah. uh, I think it's it's safe. So safer than safe. anything else yeah well, it's safe but the other problem is your food when it comes out gets cold pretty fast even though it's well, warm you know and that's yeah i never worry about that people i never care don't about that care, then that's fine you know i think yeah. the same thing is true of the uh the igloos that are up there at state street grill and i just i've never been inside of one i just never have but i just wonder how it is People have said your feet are very cold because you're right on the ground. 
but they they said the food's great and you know everything seems to be good. So well, his food is. I guess you have to great. do what you have to do. Or what what you feel comfortable doing. End of story. But it yes. was nice to be out. And we, um, it was nice to be with you and Pat. I, I, when is the last time? Probably October. Yep. Because I don't yep, think we were up at the lake. Time. You, you came back. Yeah. So that's a long yep. time. I mean, I've yep. seen you. You know, haven't I? Like dropping things no. off or whatever. We've, yeah, for Christmas and stuff. Yes. Uh, well, yes. Okay. Yeah, we exchanged. Yeah. Some- packages. <laughs> yeah, remember we met at Barbetti's, yeah, we met at Barbetti's and right. um, dropped your stuff. So, yeah, I mean, there were that thing, but that was outside and very short in between. So, short-lived, I should mm-hmm. say. So, yeah. it was good to be out and uh, we did it, we had a nice time. So, um, you know, and those people oh, work very more. hard. What? Here's some more of that. Uh, you know, more of that. Now that the weather's breaking, um, we'll be able to do it, even the south side, which will be nice. So, yay, we got through the winter. Yes, that's all good. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah. So what else is that, going on? That, Who's having some birthdays and things like that? I I don't know birthday. I don't have a birthday right now to um, shout out. Um, There were no, there are. I'm sure, but I just at the moment I can't think of who's who's around. Really, my grandmother's birthday was in March, but there's really no one in my family with a March birthday. Hmm. Um, we'll okay. all figure it out, but I, you know, I, I, you know, I know Mrs. Miss Diane Baldies is coming up at the end of the month, but I don't really have anybody else. I don't even know, like my, my friends, my good friends are not really March. I'll have to, we'll have to see. We'll, we'll figure it okay. out. Well, um, you know, you know, our friend, uh, Michelle Bursch, who owns, uh, yes. Design Zone, yes. right? Her birthday's coming up on Sunday, so we want to do a shout-out for her. And um, Holly, I believe she pronounces her last name Nudie, N-U-D-Y. Um, she's living in uh, Steamboat Springs, Colorado, with her parents, uh, Barry and Donna Kaplan, who have moved out there. And her birthday is next Saturday. So just wanted to say hi to both of them and hope that they're doing well that's a good thing and my friend I'm uh, assuming go ahead I'm assuming they listen on the podcast or something because how else would they know you're saying hello they good I figured I figured you knew that so Mm -hmm. yeah good yeah so um, there's nothing else I can think of that's going on that's even worth talking about in the local arena um. Well, the things I just I think that things are um, people are just a lot more hopeful now with these vaccines and the weather and I just you know dear God something has to break you know something. Well, what's the story How about the now stock with, market? Uh, How- with um, St. Patrick's Day? 
and the usual celebrations of uh, no, the well, society of moving no, ahead? No, you know, we're not, oh, we're not doing the dinner once again. This is No, no, it's canceled until next year, until next uh, oh. St. Patrick's Day. Um, this is two years in a row. So Lori Wagner, God bless her, has been the president, and I have been the longest will-be MC in the history of the society. So it's <laughs> a little bit crazy, but no, That's nothing good. is happening on that end. I mean, there's thing, they're still doing things um, as virtually as they can. They're, I just got an email. I haven't read it yet on the Shamrock Foundation stuff that they always help with. Um, but, you know, they're just doing what they can. Um, they just, the flag, the Irish flag was just raised at City Hall the other day and mm-hmm. they participated, um, which is always nice. And so, um, you know, it, it, the, the dinner itself, no, it is postponed until next year. Now, I, I heard no that the parade. men were doing a vert, no parade, although it is postponed until September. And I heard the men, okay. and I'm not sure if this is true, I heard the men were doing a virtual dinner this year, but I, I, I don't know um, if they are or not. I find it hard to believe they will because unless they're all sitting in each other's houses with beer under the table, that's kind of the same vibe they get from being at the dinner. <laughs> but, um, yeah. oh, man, oh, man. But but we'll see what happens. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true, if that's actually happening, but that's what I heard. Um, well, I so hope they it decided all gets- to go in that direction. I hope it's all going to come back 100% next year. It would be oh, good. Oh, it'll all be good. You know the Irish. Yeah. We never go down easy. So it'll... it'll. I, but that's and true. you know what? Yeah. But, you know what I want to um, say, too, Lynn? I, I was very upset to hear... Yeah, I heard it yesterday. But, it, you know, it's in the news um, that um, Father Pilars, who is the president of... Um, uh, uh, the University of Scranton passed away yesterday. It was He, he was... One of the nicest, coolest guys. I, I, it's, yeah. I know he had. They already had picked his successor, but uh, what a. I mean, to deal with that illness, ALS, um, and uh, to handle it with the grace that he did, and and everything. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I was just heartbroken to hear that. But God bless him. So, um, our Me thoughts too. go out to all of the University of Scranton family because I know that he was a much beloved figure there. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Ah, man, oh, man. But anyway. All right. So So we have to take a quick break. Yeah. Yeah. And we will be right back to listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News with Webster and Nancy. And I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399. 357 8399 or email Laurie, Laurie, L A U R I E, at lauriecadden.com, L A U R I E C A D D E N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. 
I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Oh, hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. I'm also a financial planner. I keep forgetting that part. That's what I do. And that is a company that's specifically designed for the needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and a bunch of other places where you can find podcasts. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. So I found something about um, what was up to this point. Uh, Something that was a possibility that has now been confirmed, which is that the reduction of estrogen after menopause is the link that connects the increased risk of Alzheimer's in women. Very interesting because I think two out of three people who are Alzheimer's victims are women. And that doesn't mean that men who get it, who get Alzheimer's, are in some way um, lacking estrogen, and that's the cause. But they know that testosterone has some kind of a link in it. Uh, Not a link, I'm sorry. It has some kind of a connection to warding off that stuff that grows, that sticky stuff that they get which is really what messes up the brain when you get Alzheimer's. So there is value in... Now, wait, you're saying women who have... Lynn, women who have less estrogen after menopause have a greater... Or they found that they... Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But isn't the opposite true, too? But isn't the opposite true that women who have a greater... um, level of estrogen after menopause have a greater risk of developing breast cancer. Yes, and that's the trade-off. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you want yep. or the possibility of breast cancer? Yeah, the I get it. That in the past they used to think that it was assumed women had a higher risk of Alzheimer's simply because women live longer, and that that's the reason why. But this woman, Dr. Mus- Dr. Lisa Moscone, who is a neuroscientist, nutritionist, and associate director of the Wild Cornell Alzheimer Prevention Clinic. I think everybody knows the name Andy Weil. I mean, he's just been the name in integrative medicine for years and years. So there is a, a place, a Cornell has created this place in Arizona that he very much functions in and it is kind of his place where they do all kinds of alternative therapies within the context of uh, traditional medicine he is an md while is an md and this woman um is also uh she and her team are hard at work trying to understand why simply being a woman puts you at higher risk of alzheimer's for, and as I said, for a long time, it was assumed that, that because we lived longer, that was the case. But the reason is estrogen or the absence of it. Estrogen, Dr. Moscone says, has neuroprotective qualities. It also acts as a neurological stimulant. It literally stimulates certain parts of your brain to be active and to be metabolically engaged. When estrogen declines, the brain loses that protection and that stimulation. In brain imaging research, perimenopausal and postmenopausal women had less mitochondrial activity, which is in the DNA, and more evidence of plaque than younger women or men of the same age because mitochondria are responsible for the production of energy. If the mitochondria slow down, our ability to produce energy also slows down, and therefore brain fog and the greater risk of Alzheimer's. Men don't share the same risk because testosterone provides neuroprotection. And in men, testosterone declines later in life and more slowly. Plus, their bodies and brains aren't as estrogen dependent as women's. So then the thing is, well, what can we do to protect our brains? Well, you know, the question is, if estrogen protects and energizes the brain, should we be taking hormone replacement therapy to counteract the loss? According to Dr. Moscone, more research is necessary to determine how much that can help when it would be most effective and what the formulation should be and to weigh out the risks and the benefits, which is what you were just talking about, the risk of breast cancer. It may not be able to save us, but here's the really good news. 1% of the population develops Alzheimer's because of genetic mutations. Your lifestyle and your environment play a huge role. What we've learned is that one in every three Alzheimer's cases could be prevented by addressing lifestyle and medical factors, like factors for cardiovascular risk, but also lifestyle in terms of exercise, intellectual stimulation, and perhaps most of all, diet. Now, remember this woman who's talking about this is also a nutritionist. 
So she just wrote a book, and it's called Brain Food, The Surprising Science of Eating for Cognitive Power. So the five things she says you can do to lower your risk of Alzheimer's. And number one, drink plenty of water. The brain is 80% water and requires water for all its functions. A loss of water of just 2%, which isn't even considered clinical dehydration, can cause neurological symptoms such as brain fog, confusion, and dizziness. And don't drink just any water. Drink water that has the full complement of natural minerals and electrolytes. Club soda, seltzer, and purified water don't have the nutrients our brains require. Number two, eat plants that contain phytoestrogens. Hormones go cross-species. Dr. Moscone says, and the estrogen in foods can perform similar functions in the body as naturally produced estrogen does. So load up on the soy, yams, chickpeas, flax seeds, apricots, and strawberries. I'm good with the last two a lot. Okay, number three, avoid inflammatory foods. Fried foods, trans-saturated fats, Animal products are all inflammatory, even affecting the brain. Uh, limit the highly processed foods in favor of staying closer to the source. Number four, eat like a blue zone centenarian. Are you familiar with that, the blue zone thing? Yes. Yeah. There are, there are certain pockets in the world. They call them blue zones. I'm not sure why, why blue. But they are considered to be longevity hotspots. Yep. And these are people yep. that naturally live into their 100s, you know, without any kind of medication. And all over the world are these small concentrations of people who live long, robustly healthy lives. And the one thing they have in common, diet. They eat lots of plants, plenty of good carbs, and lots of fish. Not much alcohol, few animal products, little dairy. And then number five, bump up the omega-3s and 6s. Try to keep them at a two-to-one ratio, twice the amount of omega-6s to 3s. Unfortunately, most of us get far too much of omega-6, and a good way to increase the 3s, this woman must have a champagne budget, is by eating caviar, certain types of fish, especially salmon, herring, mackerel, and sardines. Plus, flaxseed oil, hemp, or chia seeds, black walnuts, and oats, which therefore just gave you permission to make those wonderful cookies. That I just sent you. They have, yep. Yes, because they have oats. Okay. Now I can feel Well, this all, this all goes back. It, it, always, it all sounds the same as every other, what you should do with yeah. everything else, and not eat this and eat that and do... You know, I think these yeah. people get together at the nutrition seminar of the year and they all they say, this is what we're going to say and this is where we're at and here you go. And they say, you know, in addition to the diet, exercising consistently and staying intellectually well, stimulated. Again. Yeah. Yeah. People who do these and take care of their hearts can have up to 150% improvement in cognitive function. So, walk briskly and play board games with friends. And there are the usual things as well. Sleep well and reduce stress. 
to minimize inflation. Yes. Even if Alzheimer's in your family. To minimize inflation? Inflammation. <laughs> I know you I said now you said inflation. Now now I oh, think you're sorry. now now your your um financial planning is coming in at the same time. Yeah, that I just love came it. out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. It's to minimize infl- inflammation. Inflammation, in yes. <laughs> And then she says, even if Alzheimer's runs in your family, you are far from helpless. And that's important for people to know. As Dr. Moscone says, get some tests to establish a baseline. Look at every aspect of your health, diet, sleep, activity, and stress. So you can check in periodically as you go through different life stages. Improve where you can and educate others. Who knows? Your neighborhood might become the next blue zone. <laughs> That would be wonderful. Good, yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. So, uh, I thought that well, was good to let people know because... Uh, yes, I never you know, heard about that estrogen and um, Alzheimer's right. li- link. Never right. heard of that. So that's good And to I know that's always been something that's uh, been an issue for you, that you have a high estrogen level. And so... I do. That's natural. That's just a natural thing, which may, in the long run, protect you. You know, from Alzheimer's and and cognitive dysfunction. Let's so, hope. Um, that's something that I think um, our friend uh, Dr. Barbara Plucknett has often talked about: the relationship between estrogen and other other health benefits. It also helps your heart. So it's a, it's a very good thing to have for heart health as well as brain health. So there we can't be obsessed with um, the one side of it, which is the risk of cancer. But at the same time, we also need to look at the benefits of taking it. And it's a, it's a personal thing. You've got to weigh it. And that's the way it goes. There you go. Okay, now right, well, we're so. going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with our dear friend, Mr. Mike McHale, CPA from uh, Barbetti McHale, LLC. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy, your ignorance of it is. 
the well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC Certified Public Accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and nonprofit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. Universal Printing started out in Northeast Pennsylvania in June of 1995. Since that time, we have grown to 155 employees. What we do, we're a document solutions business. We do printing. We have an IT department on site. There's computer programmers, developers, production people. So all of our IT is done in-house. The nature of our business is it is very capital intensive. What we continue to do is adapt to the needs of our customers. And in order to do that, we have to continue to invest in the best state-of-the-art equipment that's out there. And we can do that with the support of Fidelity Bank. Fidelity allows us to play on a playing field that we could never have played on if we didn't have the support of a strong local bank that believed in us. They're not just saying they support the community, they're doing it. And we feel really blessed to have a partner in Fidelity Bank. Lori and Lynn. Hi, I'm Lynn Evans, and I am the Managing Director and Financial Planner at Women of Substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm for baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. That's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and several others. Hi, everybody, and I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And with us today is our guest expert, one of our faves around here, because no offense, Mike, you're the only guy, so we can say you're our favorite guy in town here. So we have Mr. Mike McHale, who is a partner with Barbetti McHale LLC, Certified Public Accountants at 1421 East Drinker Street in Dunmore. I got it right, Mike. How about that? <laughs> Yay. My Barbetti and Mikhail have been around now since the end of last quarter, 2020, which seems like a long time ago. Um, times are moving fast, Mike. Things are uh, all good. It's you're in the middle or the throes of um, tax season, even as we speak. So, how are things going up there with the crazy season of um, of taxes? Well, <clears throat> thank you, Lori. First of all, yes, we've been around since. 2020 but this firm has been around itself for almost 40 years so we're oh uh, yeah a, yeah a much older firm than just uh when when i joined in with my barbetti and, and formed a new partnership everybody who was there is still there um and i think that's actually something that differentiates our firm from others when people are looking that anybody who works on 
your account or your tax return or your business uh, would have someone with 25 plus years experience. Um, Mike has, has treated his people well. I'm going to continue to do the same. And, and, uh, and, you know, our guys have stayed around and are, are loyal to us and we're loyal to them. So it's a, it's been a great, great partnership from the beginning. Mike and I have been speaking for years about this, and I finally took the plunge last year, as you said. Uh, so it's, it's, it's really been better than I expected, and, and, and I did have high expectations because I put a lot of pressure on myself. But um, in and of itself, both Mike, Mike Barbetti and his wife, Donna, who ran the office, uh, have treated me like family and, and still do speak to both of them on a daily basis. Mike's in the office just about every single day, but still meeting with clients, still working on clients, um, and still trying to keep that that bar very high. What I mean by that is uh, the one thing about our firm is our technical experiences is in our people, but we want to make sure that it translates into the product that we give out, whether, whether it be a, an audit uh, opinion, a review opinion, financial statements, or tax returns. We want to make sure that our clients get the best service and get it timely. So, um, But overall, the partnership itself has been tremendous. Uh, you know, I, I hope to grow it a little bit further. And I say only a little bit further because we don't want to overgrow and, and, and outgrow our people because we want these people who are there at the firm right now to continue to work on clients on a one-to-one -one basis. So again, as I said, that we differentiate ourselves with the experience that we have. We want that to continue. So we want, you know, any, any clients to come in, we want to make sure that they're staffed correctly and staffed with experienced people. And we'll make sure that that happens going forward. So all, all in all, very, very good. Good people, great place. Happy to be home, see the family a lot. And uh, we're doing good. <laughs> Well, you know what, Mike, you know what, it, it, that you bring up a good point, I'm sure, as in most businesses, um, when they develop this um, desire to expand or to make bigger and figure, should we do it, we, you know, with the business we have, maybe we should. And I've seen so many places that where that's happened, where it's been successful. I've also seen that happen, and it's not the greatest thing that happens. It's almost like you should have just left well enough alone. So you're, you're right when you say that because you, you sometimes can remove the integrity, the, the, um, the whole feel of the organization when and if you do something that is not with, in, within the capacity of the people you already have, Mike, right? Because as you're saying, these people have been around a long time. So, I mean, there's, almost, there's only so much one person can do, but in your case, you, they know as as you do that you do want to grow and build, but at a at a pace that's that's not, no pun intended, taxing on on everybody there, right? I mean that, that's literally exactly what I mean. It's 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 important to us that you know our our clients are are, are maintained very very good and on a timely basis. We get the product out that they need again, whether it be financial statements and audits. Uh, to a tax return that we they get once we get it in we get it out pretty pretty quickly and worked on with experienced people and yes we can go out and we could advertise and, and spend all the money doing that but we want to get the right clients for our people one we don't want to over you know kill our staff we don't want to overwork our staff and number two we want to make sure the product that we get out is is still at the same level so you know with an experienced person on every single account um, and 
you know, when you pick up a phone, you're not calling a person right out of college. You're talking to someone who's been there for 20 plus years. So uh, it's important for us to maintain that factor as well. So, um, you know, yes, we, we, we'd love to grow the company a little bit uh, at a time to not, you know, out, outgrow ourselves, but um, we want to do it with the right people in the right places and the right clients to, to make sure that everybody remains happy in the technical part of our practice to make sure that our product that gets out is, is technically perfect. And, and that's, that's the number one goal to us and uh, not necessarily revenues and clients and who has the most this or that. It's more so that we do a good job for the client. We staff the, the, the jobs with the experienced people and, uh, and we grow our practice that way. And I think that's the right way. So it's worked for Mike for, like I said, almost 40 years. And uh, we're going to continue doing that. And that's why we don't lose a lot of clients either. We, we, we maintain them because they know, they know the people who work on them. They, they're familiar with the people on a year-to-year basis, and they know how good they are. So yeah. um, that's, that's the type of practice that Mike has grown, that I have joined, and the one that he and I both want to grow. And you know, Mike, you take good care of your employees there. And I think if all if all um, employers, uh, you know, who look at this could take a page out of this playbook, because um, I know that old line, happy happy wife, happy life. Well, I think it's true. Happy employees, happy company. So you know, I mean, just even now, you're in the middle of tax season. It's crazy. You know, people are working all kinds of hours, and and you just treat them well, whether it's bringing in a food or making people feel like they're, you know, taken care of because they're taking care of you. And I know you guys operate like that. And coming into that, having to been at these big firms, I don't can't speak for them as to what they were like when, you know, during this time, but. Man, I've been around the Barbettis a long time, and I see what they do up there. It's not like a usual thing, and maybe it is, but it doesn't seem to be, um, with how well they, they really nourish and nurture these people who are providing the service to the community, to your clients. I, I think that's exactly how we want to expand our business and, and grow our business and keep our people. And, yes, you got to keep them happy. and. And you allude to my working at other big firms, and I did, and I've seen how it's done. And, yes, everybody works some hours, but at our place, it's managed. It's managed over time. And, yes, our guys work very hard, and they're, they're, they're very good at what they do. But we also want them to have a home life even through tax season. So several times a week we bring dinner in. Uh, uh-huh. We don't expect them to be there till midnight every night. Um, they, they work a little bit extra. We're, we're knocking things out as quick as we can. And as having experienced people, we get things done a lot quicker. Uh, so it's managed that way. So, yes, we, we do little things. And I don't want to pat ourselves on the back, uh, but I can give you several examples of what we do to try to make everybody happy, make them comfortable, make them want to be at the office, and, and, and they are. So it, it is a good – it's a great firm that way. I mean, I used to work 80-plus hours at, at some of the big firms, and that's not a, an exaggeration either. Our guys don't do that, but nonetheless, they know the clients that they have to work on. Yes, they have to work some overtime, uh, but they do it on their own schedule. And, yes, we, we grab dinner a couple nights a week. On Saturdays, we will grab some pizza or stuff like that. And then little things throughout the year that we do to make everybody happy. And uh, like you said, a happy happy wife, happy life. And, and that's kind of what we want to want to make sure that everybody's not just, you know, doing accounting nonstop and, and waiting for the April 15th bell. We're, we're having a little bit of fun. 
uh, even though we're working a lot of hours and making sure that we uh, our clients are taken care of. Well, I say that all the time. If you work in a place where you enjoy going in and you feel appreciated, because as as human beings, that's all we really want is to feel appreciated by by whether it's our employers, our loved ones, our friends. Um, and when we do, and you get that, you always get back what you put out. So to me, that makes sense. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I've, I've been seeing that for years up there and how yep. people operate. And again, having, going back to not to beat a dead horse, but it makes a lot of sense, especially when it comes to something as serious and as personal as income tax and you, you accepting and relying on companies to, to, for you to share their personal information. They want to not have to tell somebody new every time they come in, here's my story, here's what I do, here's what my taxes are, how, you know, now to learn this guy's way or this girl's way. Having people there for that length of time is a credit to what Mike has done, and it is because there have been things done there that go a little bit and sometimes a lot of it above and beyond, and that makes them happy, and they want to do more work for the other person. So I, I just think it works hand in hand, Mike. So you continuing in that fashion is just a good thing, and it's good for anyone listening to this conversation that this is the stuff that goes on, so year after year, you're going to know these people are there to help you. Yeah. Laurie, I also yeah. want to throw in there something, too, that I think is very important. One of the biggest tax tax time scams that have been going on is people going to places where um, they're storefront type places, you know, where you bring your tax returns uh -huh. in. And I don't want to mention names because it's not right. necessarily each one of them. But whenever you do that, you very often are in front of somebody you've never seen Different. before. Right. Right. And one of the scams is that a lot of the people who are doing this are also selling client information. And there's and then they quit after tax season. So you never see them again. But they've got what they need. So I say that as a warning to people, the more you do business with people who are local, who've been around for a long time, the greater the probability is that something like that will not ever happen because it right. couldn't. Right, and it, it just makes it easier, Mike. I'm sure you see it now, people coming in. You know, it is the most personal, uh, other than health, it is the most personal information you can give somebody, right? How, what, how your business, how your financial situation is, what, what's out there. You're, you're giving them all of that information. So handling it with kindness, care, compassion, and integrity is paramount to a good company. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I want to echo exactly what she said. It, it, it definitely is something that, that we take very seriously in the confidentiality and working with every person, whether it be a, an individual tax return or an auto level large company. I mean, our practice is more on the corporate side, but we still take the individual tax return just as serious as that big corporate audit. Mm -hmm. um, and that's true. I mean, the, the IRS went through, I don't know if anybody remembers, but several years ago, they went through a, a massive fraud uh, investigation where um, a lot of the data was stolen. A lot of tax returns were falsely filed on someone's behalf. In other words, when you went to file your return, the IRS would say, well, it's already been filed. And that was someone else filing it after getting some of the information that you guys noticed. Um, and it, the it, refund. It, yeah. And they, they, <laughs> it, 
So it, it, it mm-hmm. ended up being a, a pretty big thing. The IRS, to, to their credit, believe it or not, has put in a lot of stop gaps to, uh, to, to stop that. And, and a lot of the software that most firms use and, and we're no different uh, have several different items that we have to do to marry the returns from year to year. Uh, so if someone new came in, we'd have to review last year's return for certain information that you have to take off that that return. So you have to make sure from year to year they, they march forward and, and they're in line. You have to prove to the IRS you're the proper person doing it. So to their credit, that stuff um, is a lot harder to do, but absolutely still going on. And as you said, you know, someone walks in with the, the, the details that they do, whether it be the social security number or some of the tax information that you need to marry the returns from year to year, it absolutely is something that you have to keep in the utmost confidentiality, and we do so, and most firms do, and I don't want to point out uh, any, as you said, but uh, mm-hmm. that's something that everybody absolutely should be aware of. That sometimes the most easy way to get a refund is not the best way because that, that, that could cause some troubles down the road, so... Absolutely, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Well, we when Mike comes on next month, um, there's some rumblings of possible changes coming up. Mike will be on the week before uh, the, the 15th of um, April, which is a good thing, Mike. So we'll be able to uh, give some information if anything changes and from here until then. And you can let our uh, listeners know any changes next week or next month. So thank you for coming on. It's always a delight. Like I said, you're our favorite uh, um, male uh, uh, sponsor here. So <laughs> this is all good. And the only. Then the only. Yeah. So we thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, everybody else out there, we thank you for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. Bye.